on this episode of Japan 2.0. Well, there's one big reason, and that's uh, Kyoto doesn't have the wildlife. Kyoto doesn't have uh, the what makes Nara famous, which is. Mystical world of game and wonder, arcade centers like no other. Nostalgia, yeah, yeah. Every moment, everything is seen. Wanna jump all on it? Damn. Walking through these halls, my childhood is written on these walls. Hello and welcome to Japan 2.0,、uh, your guide to all things Japanese culture, geography, location, places, anthropology, <laughs> anthropology, economics. <laughs> I it,、uh, yeah, I guess、uh, biology, because、uh, there will be some animal. There'll be some wildlife、oh, in this episode, got, so there will be. There will be.、Uh, I'm one of your hosts, David, and I'm Matt. And、uh, yeah, today we're talking about、uh, location that David has finally had a finally. chance to go visit. Took me eight, eight years, but I went to this、years. place. Yeah, and that it's not is not that far from your home. Yeah, but yeah. it's、uh, a, a magical place known as Nara. Nara. Yes. So Nara is.、Uh, Yeah, a lot of people I know go there within their first year. From where we live, right? We're in Kansai region.、Mm-hmm. I think you know you got Osaka, you got Kyoto, you got Kobe, you got Wakayama, and then maybe Nara in that order of like popularity. Maybe places maybe, to go. Maybe Nara's before Wakayama. I would say Nara probably edges、right. out Wakayama just a bit.、Yeah. Okay, I guess it depends. For me, I love beaches, so I've been、mm-hmm. to Wak- I've been to Wakayama first, but. Yeah, you're right. Nara would be first. So anyway, yeah, I mean it's right behind Kobe, so it's up there. But I think for me, I have such love for Kyoto, and from what I had read or seen about Nara, I just felt like it was gonna be a poor person's、uh, Nara. Like, oh, sorry, poor person's Kyoto.、Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I knew think- it's known for temples and like tradition, but it just seemed like everything was gonna be smaller.、And、I was like, well, I could just get the real deal, the big, the big shebang out in Kyoto. Why not go to Kyoto? Well, there's one big reason, and that's、uh, Kyoto doesn't have the wildlife.、Well, Kyoto doesn't have、uh, the, what makes Nara famous, which is the deer. All right, so the deer do, did nothing for me. I'll tell you that, and that's why. <laughs> that's why another reason I didn't go was like, all right, where I grew up, every, we got deer in our backyard, man. Every every morning, ah, maybe every three times a week, I'd wake up to see deer in my backyard.、Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, but you don't have deer here in Japan, you know. Like often, you don't have any in, in where you live now. Currently,、correct. live, but I don't miss them either. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't do much for me in my backyard either.、Um, anyhow, I mean, I mean, really, that's what Nara is famous for. Yeah, yeah, is, it is. They're famous for the deer feeding, which you know is kind of the tourist trap kind of thing. But、And、that's what yeah, worried, I think that's what worried、Nara、me about does, it. Does get that bum rap that yeah, it's a small Kyoto, you know, it's smaller than Do, any of the cities. Does in, it though? Because I've not heard. I'm not in terms of the rap or the reputation. Like, I've not heard one person say that. 
everyone goes there and tells me, oh, yeah, it's good. You got to go. It's really beautiful. That's what I get. And I always say, what about this? Isn't it just like a small, like, you know, kind of like less populated version of Kyoto with less to do? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, no, like, it, I don't know. I've heard some real glowing reviews like, no, nah, it's better. It's way better. And then I've heard a couple of people be like, oh, no, it's different. You got to go. I've not heard one person be like critical of Nara. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. never. You have? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think I've heard some some criticisms that uh, it's small okay. because it's not as big as Kyoto, of course. There's less to see, yeah. less to do, you know. Um, so, I feel like yeah. it does have that quaint feeling, you know, like it's, it's a teeny mm-hmm. tiny place and it, it kind of has that... I don't know, homegrown kind of feel, yeah. you know, mom and pop shops and stuff like that. Mm. And I th- I think that's one of the reasons why people actually like it, is it feels a little smaller, a little more intimate. Yeah. I would. So I'll start off with like, spoil. For me, if you know me, my big thing is like, <laughs> would you get it again, right? So if I go to a yeah. shop and order something, like would I go there, seek that out again and go there again? If you do... Because the thing is, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, it's nice, or I like Nara, or yeah, this is, this is pretty good. So there's a lot of, like, niceties, and it's sometimes hard to get down to the truth. They're like, come on, is this good or not? So the mm-hmm. term, is it a get again, or would you go again, means, like, you would, yeah, it's good, in my opinion. I, I would go to Nara again. I wouldn't wait another eight years. I'd go I'd go another year. <laughs> i say once once a year is pretty good for me. Um, yeah. And the, the yeah, funny... It's, it's not a, it's not a bad place. I mean, I, I've been three times. Yeah. I, I think three times, yeah. So you go like every other year. That's your pacing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, every other year I've been. So for me, and we, I, oh, go ahead. I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, for me, we got there, and I was a little underwhelmed right away. Like, And I, and I went in expecting to be underwhelmed, so I was really worried. Because like, all right, my, my bar is low, and I was just like, there is... We were there's Kintetsu Nara Station and there's JR Nara Station and most of the stuff is around there. And we got in. And I was like, all right, I can tell this is supposed to be it, like the down downtown area, you know. And I was like, I know this. There's nothing more than this. Like I'm looking at the maps. I'm seeing this is where all the stuff is. And I was like, this is the sleepiest. We were on a Sunday, and it was raining, so it was a rainy Sunday. But it was ghost town. And it is coronavirus, but like, I don't know, my city of Kobe on a Sunday is jam-packed still. Um, so, oh yeah, it was just no one. Like, I almost wonder if the streets are blocked off for like, because it's so touristy, you know? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is this like one of those pedestrian streets? <laughs> and no, it wasn't. Just one car would come by like every like five minutes, you know? Um, yeah, and there's just like all the stuff that was there. You know, there's some interesting looking restaurants, but like, I mean, some one of the cool shops is like, oh, that shop looks kind of cool coming up, like really big. Like, what's that? It's like, oh, wedding wedding dresses. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Next, oh, what's that? Oh, it's like a tourist information center. <laughs> okay. Like, um, yeah, there just wasn't a lot going on. So that was like, oh, okay, I'm a little worried. Um, it was pouring down rain, and we check in to our hotel. We stayed in like this dormy in premium, by the way. I didn't know they didn't. Oh, they didn't advertise like dormian. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, that's what I'm telling you. They didn't advertise as a dormian. They advertise as like a, a random name, but like when you're there, it says like buy dormian premium. I was like, oh okay, and it's very much like a Ryokan style. So you have to take off your shoes at the entryway to the whole hotel, and you're all, everyone's in socks or barefoot in the whole place. 
and it was a really nice onsen in the basement um so it was just pouring rain and uh there's this brewery called nara brewery and a lot of times for me any city i go to especially a smaller town i do check to see if they have a brewery because it's i don't know just something to do in a small town to support a local business and i don't know it's kind of feels homegrown you know so i've i've gone to a lot of local breweries and stuff in japan but Nara, i'm not just doing this in nara because it's a small town there's not much else to do but i knew nara brewery i'm a big fan of them they might be my favorite japanese craft beer if they're not my favorite really? they're in the top two or three yeah and you know i'm a sucker for labels right i mean hidachino nest you know one of our early, very early craft beers that we liked when we were living in Korea, Japanese craft beers. I think we're all suckers for the, the label and the, the owl design. Um, mm-hmm. So in that same vein, you know, these guys, their labels are really, really cool. Um, if we weren't podcasting, I'd go grab grab some and show you. Uh, but yeah, very graphic design oriented. Uh, so that's what caught me. But of course, the beer has to be good too. And it is. And the, the price is good. Um, it's not... You can get like a tall can of it, you know, usually at places here for like seven bucks. In Japan, craft beer is, you know, pretty expensive. You're looking at, you know, for a pint or something, $10, $10 or more sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really wanted to go. It's only open on, on weekends and they close at 5 p.m. So, and it's a 50 minute walk from like downtown Nara. No train stations or stuff go there. You could take, you, <laughs> oh, you, no. you could take a bus. So it's pouring. Run a bite. Yeah, that's what oh, I was not in the rain. Totally, yeah. that's what I was gonna do. But it's pouring rain, yeah. so I took a rare taxi, which I never ever do. Uh, but I was like, look, I came all the way out to Nara. This I really like these guys. I want to go to their brewery. All right, I'm gonna take a cab. Oh so man, my family stayed oh, back at the hotel. <laughs> my family stayed back at the hotel just for me to go there. Eh, it was fine. It was like a seventeen dollar cab ride, and um, but as we're going there, I'm just like, man, this is like I'm in farm town like i'll send you some pictures later like like rice fields like just small little factories it didn't take much to get out of that city like five minutes out it's just like in the middle of nowhere um so i was just so worried they weren't going to be open like i think spend 17 dollars to go out there i'm there during their posted hours but that doesn't mean much in japan no did you call them ahead of time I did call ahead of time. I did this jerk thing that I do. I shouldn't admit it on the podcast. <laughs> but often I just make sure that someone's there and then I just hang up because I, I don't know sometimes what to say in Japanese. So I'm like, all right, someone's there. Um, so I get there and it looks not good. It looks closed. Um, and I like knock on the door. And like they open very reluctantly and come out. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, we're close. And I was like, no, <laughs> look, here's your hours. You're not, you're not close. <laughs> and they're like, oh, on, on a rainy day, we close. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, what on earth? Like, what? you're open two days a week for just a couple hours. Like, how do you close on the rain? Like, your, your business is not dependent on weather. I understand if you're, like, a farmer's market or something and you're outside or I don't know. Oh, I imagine it's corona. I mean business has got to be really slow right now i guess but i i just gave the sob story of like i came all the way from kobe i really like your beer like i want to i took the taxi here and they're like okay mochikari daijoku like uh takeout is okay so it's pouring rain though and i took a taxi just to get there yeah yeah 
So I was like, I'm not paying another seventeen dollars back. I'm already buying. You know, it's cheaper craft beer, but craft beer is still expensive, right? Well, it's so sure. selfish. I'm on a family trip, and I'm gonna go spend a hundred dollars. You know, out go buy this beer. <laughs> so I'm like, screw it. I'm, I'm just gonna walk home and drink. I bought. So the beer I wanted is called Eight Bit. It's a stout. It's called Eight Bit. It's a really cool label, and like that's like their standard beer. They always have it, and they they didn't have it. <laughs> so all the beers they had, which are only three, did not sound good to me. They're like um, Pilsners, which is just such an easy beer to find in Japan. You don't want to pay you know good money for a Pilsner. You can get that anywhere. One was like a, sure. a, a Kolsch, which is similar to Pilsner, and the other one was a like an IPA. Which, which is all right. Anyway, I just bought them all. And I just drank. I walked back for the hour in the rain, pouring rain, um, just drinking the beer. And on the first beer, I was pretty like, man, this Nara, Nara sucks. Like, I was like, this, this is such a bad start, you know? Pouring rain, yeah. take a taxi, the place isn't open when it's supposed to be. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't, yeah. It's a long day still. I typically would drink two drinks in a day. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have a second drink. But I was like, oh, screw it. So I had this one as a cedar beer, beer brewed with cedar, which sounds horrible. Uh, sounds terrible. Sounds yeah. so bad. But I love like the smell. Like Ajax or something. I love the smell of, of cedar. Anyway, it was, somehow it was so good. And at that moment, mm-hmm. things started to turn around. Uh, the rain stopped a little bit. I just, yeah, just walk in. They, they make the cans. like So it's like draft, but it's like a homemade can. They put they like, somehow have this machine that puts the top on after and then he, yeah. like, he like writes what it is on there. So again, their labels at stores are super cool. But when you go there, it's just like this homemade can, you know, with a sharpie marker and stuff. And I was like just looking at that, just thinking like, ah, oh, this is this is really cool. I'm just in these rice fields and there's like misting rain. It's probably the second beer kicking kicking into. But I was like, ah, oh, this this is all right. This is kind of cool. And like a lot of really pretty houses. And again, I was getting closer to the city, but definitely still not city. And I was just thinking like, man, in Kyoto. I would just never be Kyoto has the same style, really cool houses, you know, these traditional neighborhoods, but I was be like, there's, there'd be people around our cars zooming by me, you know, in the way in Kyoto, you know, the cars are everywhere, taxis are everywhere. I was thinking, all right, I can see this. This is like, even though coronavirus, you know, there's not much going on in Kyoto. I was like, I would, I go, yeah, I'd want to come here to get away from the crowds of Kyoto right now. Coronavirus Kyoto is not that bad. But once things kick off again, like I could see myself wanting to come to these kind of smaller neighborhoods in Nara and just walk around and explore. Well, I could I could say it's not never as busy as Kyoto. Like I mean, I, I've been a few times and it's always a lot more of a relaxed, you know, trip. Right. You go out, you get some good food. You know, you just kind of wander around. You feed some deer. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not as hustle and bustle as Gion is, right? Like Gion and Kyoto, like the main shopping area is like crazy. And then, yeah. uh, And and then, uh, what's the the name of the other side of the street? Um, Sanjo, Shijo. Sanjo, yeah. Yeah. It's like always like crazy busy with tourists and stuff. Yeah. But during normal times, like, you know, now, now it's not. Right. So that, that was, that was cool. And then we got, um, more towards like past uh kintetsu nara and that's where like the the famous deer park kind of gets started and that Mm -hmm. as you lead up to that even there's kind of more and more kind of unique shops and there's this really cool like green marble in the streets in nara 
and I was really liking the, the green mar- marble kind of gave it a cool unique feel it has some really old Shoten guy and again just the look of it and stuff was pretty different from Osaka or from Kyoto it definitely felt older but it was, it was really well kept I was thinking like all right yeah this, this is this is looking kind of good and then you hit this big lake in the lake I was like wow that's super pretty and there's like really nice hotels and like f- some fancy buildings like really made of like cedar and wood and I thought wow this this is really pretty and there's like cabins you could rent and stuff yes yep that's right these wooden uh yeah I guess the cabins in the background you can start to see these huge temples and pagodas and I was like oh wow yeah all right this is good and then that's when the deer start coming you know they start to see deer so I'm here during Corona time, which I don't know normal, but they say that the deer are just way more prevalent now and more aggressive and cause they don't, don't have people feeding them all the time, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I was surprised how far out the deer were kind of like into the city. minutes of seeing the deer i was like this is kind of crazy just uh how close you get to them and we've talked about monkey mountain in kyoto before you know not not being a zoo and you're just out in nature with the animals and yeah very similar kind of feeling with the deer here um they're just everywhere you know and um there's a lot of them there's a lot more than i i thought oh yeah there's probably a thousand in this park (laughs) and um yeah they're just doing their own thing you know and that was cool and we heard there's special simbay, like the rice crackers that you buy for them. And yeah. again, it was pouring, kind of pouring rain. And we couldn't find it anywhere. And we didn't go into like the park proper. And we asked uh, like one of the shrines. And they're like, yeah, on a rainy day, we don't have the simbay. <laughs> I was oh, just no, like, everything's thinking, closed. I was like, man, now we're <laughs> on a rainy day. Yeah. It just like shuts down. Like the deer can't eat food on a rainy day. I can't get beer on a rainy day. Anyway, we kind of just like, call it quits at that point I'm like all right well i guess the heart doesn't operate on rain rainy days let's just go home and so we went back and went to our onsen it was nice and then the next day yeah, kind of the whole plan was i i could tell like man the park is really pretty and big i was like looking on a map and i was like i felt like we, we walked around for like an hour and we didn't like even enter the park proper you know so we came back and we literally spent the whole second day just in that park um with the deer and i would say yeah for me again the deer are just the tip of the iceberg like they're interesting for 10 or 15 minutes and then it kind of gets old but that park is maybe the most beautiful thing i've seen in japan yeah it's really nice uh the pagodas are really impressive yeah the there's two pagodas that have recently been renovated Mm. and they're just amazing they're huge yeah, there was, I want to say there's three or four kind of main temples, shrines, pagodas in there. I didn't check out any of them except for one with a big Buddha inside. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, honestly don't remember if it was a temple or a shrine. Uh, it's maybe one of the biggest Buddhas in Japan. Um, that was super impressive. Just again, just no one there. So it's almost kind of eerie. But yeah, not to get too into that, but just I would just say the park in general, like the size of it. You can just get lost and not see someone for 15 minutes, you know, like a whole, another person, which is kind of rare in Japan. Um, the trees just are so old. 
you know, like, uh, and like viney and gnarly and it just, it felt, you know, it's cliche, but it felt like you're in a Ghibli movie. Um, yeah, it has kind of like the, like the untouched kind of feel to it where, you know, Kyoto and, mm-hmm. and, uh, other places don't quite have that feeling, you know? Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with like the amount of people that are around in the tourism. I think especially you, you have it especially magical time because there were no tourists and right um it was very isolated i'm sure i was kind of impressed by like how well kept everything was there too like because again nara in general is kind of this older city again the parts downtown and stuff i were compared to like you know kind of kobe or kyoto or even parts of osaka it felt a little run down which i expected but this park area, which is huge, all the facilities there were very like kind of modern or well kept. Or they'd have an old style, but you you could tell they were renovated. Uh, a lot of really nice looking museums and stuff. Um, just so many small museums, I would say too. And I was kind of impressed within that park. There's a lot of shops and like restaurants and things. Um, I ended up buying like a kind of a really nice kitchen knife. Um, it was all in, in that park, like a store, like a 750 year old samurai. They used to make samurai blades. They still do, but their main, you know, thing is kitchen knives now. And yeah, sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, in Kyoto, I go to those places too, but they're kind of like in the touristy shopping areas. And granted this park is touristy, but the only way you can get there is like a one hour walk in the back of a park to find this nice shop. I mean, there's no train station or cars can't really go back there. Um, I guess I guess there was one small road, but that was kind of like crazy. There's this really great quiche cafe in there, and again, the only way you can get there is like this huge walk back into like this forest. Um, There's like a matcha and udon place in there, and it looked like it was like built from um, that roof that thatch roofing. I think is what it's called. Um, oh yeah, yeah, where it looks like uh, bra- like branches hay. or hay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was like so pretty right along this river and water and that stuff was great and that started i I love that feeling of like wanting to do 10 things but you only have time to do one or two the feeling of like wanting to come back you can't do it all i think it's kind of like a feeling i get addicted to sometimes um and that was kind of like when i was starting to get that feeling when i was in there like oh man there's all this spread out stuff and i'm gonna be here for six or seven hours and I, i can't do and see it all you know and the feeling like, all right, yeah, I think I need to come back to Nara um, for that park. I would say the scale of it reminded me of the Expo 70 park in Osaka, which is another mm. kind of really cool park and that you could go multiple times and not fully see everything, you know? Um, yeah. But the foliage here was the density of like the old trees and the sacred buildings, uh, sacred animals too, uh, <laughs> would be kind of the highlight. Yeah, in terms of the deer, I mean, the thing is, like, the funny thing is, the thing you'll kind of get over is you buy the simbe, and a lot of people make this mistake of, like, the deer come after you. A lot of them, like, 20 of them will come flock to, to you to get the simbe. And I saw people get bit. Liz got bit twice, um, really small. They didn't, like, tear through her clothes or anything. Yeah. More like a nibble, like, hey, over here. Like a pinch, yeah. Like a pinch, yeah. Uh, but I did see people get rammed by their heads uh, multiple times mm. uh, they would always what would happen would be like they turn their backs and like run away like ah and then the, oh, the deer yeah, hit yeah. them in the if butt you get frightened yeah the so, deer will go after you uh, yeah, yeah i grew up around animals and i lived on a horse farm for a while and yeah so you just the old 
thing if you yeah you, know, you don't turn your back on an animal you know yeah stand your ground stand your ground yeah. you know a lot of t- people were kind of showing their hands to show that they didn't have food <laughs> and stuff but yeah you just you just don't show don't show fear <laughs> uh no there was one time where i like 10 came over and i was like all right here you go just like throw it on just throw the food on the ground like i'm not gonna like hold it and try to like ward them off you know just all right here you go take it <laughs> um but yeah the, the, the deer look a little mangy i don't know if it's like the season where they're like shedding you know getting ready for summer or if they always well, it's the type that of deer too they're 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 kind of yeah they kind of have different fur than the ones that i think we're, that we're used to in the states you yeah. know the ones that we have in the states are a little more graceful they look like bambi yeah yeah there's no, these not many bambies here. like a little more <laughs> wild like bambi, no. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Feral. And they're, they're they're pretty small, too. Like, when I think of deers, you know, like bucks and stuff, you know, and they can be pretty big. Yeah. They have their horns. Like rem- the deer. The male have their horns removed, so that makes it less intimidating or less big looking sometimes. But Yeah, maybe. But it seems like the deers, like people I've known that have hit them with their cars and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> were huge like yeah, when yeah. i saw them that's maybe true. i was young at the time no, and no, i was no. looking at them and I they're was definitely like, oh, smaller crap, than those big, giant they're smaller than those big bucks that we have um yeah. but yeah i mean yeah so for me it's not really the deer but more the park where the deer occupy that's really pretty and worth going to i think multiple times mm-hmm. and uh yeah i just uh, maybe it's because it's corona but i really just liked the, the lack of people overall there's no lines to get in anything anywhere um I had some pretty good food when I was out there. There was this um, Miyama is my recommendation. M-I-Yama, like mountain. It's in the park or at the start of the park. And it's just like a done place. So uh, they had like ch- chasu on rice or mm. skiaki on rice. Um, and then you get like the, what's it called at the end? What's the stuff that all soups are made of here? Uh, dashi, dashi. Oh, dashi you pour stuff, the dashi yeah. and the rice at the end, you know. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that kind of whole thing. Uh, it's a very standard Japanese meal, but just really good quality at uh, Miyama. So that's a local recommendation. Is that in the Shotengai? No, no, no. It's like in the park. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. For me, a lot of the best food was like yeah, actually in, in the park proper. It's really spread out. Uh, Shotengai, yeah, I didn't. We went to a, a craft beer place, but I don't remember the name of it. There's, a, I mean, I haven't been in a number of years, and there were a couple of interesting places, and I always wanted to go to a place called Soul Kitchen. Soul Kitchen. Yeah, okay. Soul Kitchen. And uh, I don't think, I don't know, you know, it's been so long, and after coronavirus, I don't know how many of these places will still exist. Mm. Um, I, I did some records, I think we were talking off the air about some record shopping I did there, and there were two record shops in town that were pretty good. Um, but once again, like I haven't been, I haven't done the research, so I don't know if those places still exist. Yeah. I did like the Shoten, Shoten guy because it did feel kind of like, uh, it felt like artisans. Mm. I think, I know you've talked about, um, Kyoto in this way, that there are a lot of people that are doing crafts and like handiwork and, and stuff like that. Kind of like the guy that did the knife, yep. you know, and, uh, Nara still has that vibe too where it's like a very old place with like old traditions and old, um, old people doing like their, the things that they've been doing for years and years and years. Yeah. Textiles and stuff like that. Yeah. Some Shilton guy have a lot more franchises too, you know, um, mm-hmm. where there, you know, there were some franchises here, but, um, 
there were also a lot of kind of mom and pop shops a little bit more than usual so i was trying to find um i was going to tell you not in our proper but like on the way there we went to this really good cafe very kind of western style cafe with donuts handmade donuts what yeah uh but i can't find it's not coming up on my map here maybe i'll pull it up yeah so like if you wanted like a stop on your way because most people are going to be coming from osaka to nara yeah you know uh this is like three subway stops before that and okay it's like a really cool walk through uh really rich houses like there's no apartments out there which in uh you know japan most people are living out in apartments um but this area all had really big kind of unique houses it was a cool area to walk around if you want to see kind of like a wealthier nice japanese neighborhood um give me a second ikoma is the name of the city so ikoma i-k-o-m-a um and the shop name is ikoma gourmet stand so i-k-o-m-a gourmet stand and they do like really nice coffees um the pasta is incredible like top i'm gonna say huh. i'll say top five pastas in my life probably top pasta in japan i've ever had it's all handmade so i had like this lemon um almost like a ravioli i don't know what the definition of ravioli is exactly but it was like stuffed you know cheese on the inside and lemon on the outside and uh, a tortellini tor- all right there you go something like that uh, is yeah. is a pillow? I'm, I'm not sure. A, that might not be accurate. A pillow of awesomeness, <laughs> but yeah, very California kind of style. You know, if you're coming to visit Japan, yeah, you probably don't want to go here. Uh, but if you've been here for like a long time and you're looking for a taste of back home, a very good place back home, uh, this would be it. And again, it's just kind of in the middle of nowhere in this like really nice residential area. Uh, okay. The don't yeah. the donut is just average. I'll tell you that. All uh, right. It's, it's not <laughs> worth going all the way to this place just for the donut. But if you're in the area, check out Ikoma Gourmet Stand. Um, off the beaten path, kind of cool local local vibe for locals. Very good Western, Japanese take on Western food. Those places are always the best. If you love pasta, go there. Definitely worth it for the pasta. It sounds great. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it, I think, for Nara, unless you have anything to add. Uh, not really. Like It was fun kind of revisiting um, – kind of hearing how how things have changed um yeah i I think it's a really cool place it's worth checking out you know i've had uh, a couple of good experiences there um uh you know seeing the the temples and the shrines the main reason to go to nara would be if if you really hate crowds um that's the number one reason so second reason would be if you're like really really into nature i would say if you love nature and love animals you should definitely go if you're not into those two probably, two things then like there's probably a lot of hiking and stuff that you could do as well that right. you know it's just kind of off the beaten path so yeah if you're not into those two things yeah. and you want kind of the latest and greatest or really cool artsy stuff uh nara is probably not going to be top of your list that's my short take on it for me i'll go again <laughs> once every year once every two yeah. years give it a go i'm due to go back there you go <laughs> All right. You got a song of the show for us? I do. Um, and before that, I'll say to all of our listeners, please go visit us at Japan 2.0 all over the internet. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, where else are we? 
iTunes, TikTok, Spotify. TikTok. We're T- doing the no, dances. We don't t- I don't think we have the TikTok yet. No, never. YouTube. I'm an- anti TikTok. You might find us on there. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Drop us a line. You know, tell us about your Nara trips. Tell us about cool things to do in Nara for our next trip. Uh, and yeah, and I didn't have like a, a song. I was tr- trying to rack my brain about a song about, about deer, deer or Shiga. something like that. Shiga. Yeah, and I couldn't think of anything. Uh, maybe a ready-made like Bambi remix <laughs> or something like that. But uh, the, but you did mention onsen, and I have a song for that. Oh, and man. there's a a woman named Rumi, mm-hmm. and actually a long, long, long time ago, you showed me a video with this woman and she kind of does like you know rapper that yeah she's a rapper but she does like kind of jamaican kind of style rhythm kind of rapping and uh this particular song i always really liked it's it's called uh uk marie production Mm. and it's her and an onsen and uh you'll hear some of the samples and stuff that are are perfect for that vibe that's great i thought it would fit here all right cool man i'm looking forward uh, to it yeah I hope you guys enjoy and have a nice, uh, relaxing weekend. That's right. Or whenever you listen to this. <laughs> See everyone. Peace. <laughs> ダッシュでスルスとリップ鏡に向かい不細工にウィンク宝かに見ゆきね小スイング腹をへこませてやせた気になる斜門の夢泡と消えたって夢の中ならなんにでもなる今はプロ思考よりもフロ思考体重減って